Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's episode of the Light Path Podcast, I dive deep into the TikTok phenomena that is swirling around at the moment called the lucky girl syndrome. I do my best to go in deep looking at some of the science and some of the spirituality behind this phenomenon, hopefully to empower you to realize that life isn't a game of luck, it's a game of alignment. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. So lovely to join you again to discuss all things that can possibly help us light the way on our paths. And today I'm coming to you with a interesting, I guess, trend that's going around TikTok at the moment. Yes, I look at TikTok. Um, I've had quite a number of people in my personal life a little surprised by that, but actually it is full of some really great stuff. So if you are not on TikTok, um, you know, don't knock it to try it. I kind of really, uh, I love watching it now. Um, yeah, just such a variety of stuff. I'm really surprised. It's not all just like lip syncing and dancing. It's actually not really lip syncing and dancing at all. So maybe it's evolved and the Light Path Collective is now on TikTok as well. Um, So we're actually using it as a form to share information, um, to connect with you guys and put stuff out there. But TikTok is not the point of this podcast. Uh, A TikTok trend is. So Have you heard of this? It's called the lucky girl syndrome. So basically this whole thing just comes down to the age old energetic movement of positive thinking. But the reason I wanted to address it, uh, especially here on this platform on the podcast, is twofold. One is to uh, use it to discuss its strengths and um, its aspect of alignment or slash manifestation that can be really helpful. But also the other kind of side of the coin that I want to discuss is how um, I get worried about things like this because I believe that there has been this huge wave of manifestation teaching and practices that have really simplified the process. And to be quite honest, it isn't that simple. And I think that when we really simplify things we're at risk of them becoming really unhelpful. Like this isn't helpful for us because it can be a little bit disillusioning and a little bit disappointing at times. So let's just get into it. This is just me uh, sharing my thoughts on this uh, aspect of alignment practice or as many other people would call it, manifestation practice. The reason I have that discernment between the two words is purely because manifestation is something that we are actually doing all the time we are always bringing the unseen into the scene so manifestation 
actually isn't something that technically we need to try at because we're always doing it. And it's based on the concept, spiritually or energetically, that if we think it shall be, and whilst that is true for sure, again, it's so much more nuanced and potentially more layered, not complicated, not the right word, maybe just more layered than that. And at its crux, it actually comes down to we get what we're aligned with. And so that's why I call it an alignment practice. So you're going to hear that a lot (laughs) coming from me. Um, But for now, we can use those words interchangeably before we can kind of really get into the nitty gritty of why they are separate. Okay, so what is lucky girl syndrome? Well, as far as I can see from my research, um, Laura Galeb, I'm probably saying her surname incorrectly, I've probably butchered that, but she's an influencer from New York City and on her TikTok channel or account, she's introduced this concept of lucky girl syndrome and she started talking about this only in mid-December And it just goes to show, you know, the power of social media and how quickly things catch on, uh, which is great because she claims the key to her success is, in her words, being delusional and thinking that great things are always happening to her. So in her quote, in her video, she says, I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Um, And she goes on to say, I get some of the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. Ever since I can remember, I've made it a point to tell everyone I am so lucky. I just always expect great things to happen to me. And so they do. Nothing ever doesn't go my way. And if it doesn't go the exact way that I want it to, then something better comes up after it. So you can kind of see she's already contradicted herself (laughs) in that quote. Um, But this video that she has put out about her approach to alter her thinking patterns, but ultimately what she's doing is altering her perception patterns which is very powerful it's a great technique this video has been viewed more than 2.7 million times so a lot of people that just tells me a lot of people are out there searching for things that are really going to enhance their experience of their life and obviously I am on board with that that is the main intention behind me pulling together this collective. This is the main intention behind me producing this podcast that you're listening to right now. The intention being that we want all the tools, the insights, the provocations, um, the practices, the rituals, anything that can help us on our path. So I'm all here for that. So love this approach that she's sharing for that. Um, But it it is a little bit simplified. um, And she says to, you know, continue her quote, 
that the secret is to assume and believe it before the concrete proof shows up. Be delusional. So this is a classic example of everything that is old is now new again. So this basically is a concept that piggybacks off of many spiritual teachers from the past or many teachers of energetics and they they have been around a lot longer than what what we assume that they have. Many scientists um, that we revere now talk about this. I mean, Einstein used to talk about it. And I think it came really into the light through A Course in Miracles, um, but the the work of I think, and this is again just my perception, the work of Esther and Jeremy Hicks um, really pushed it forward. And I think that they were producing their books in the seventies and eighties, and they talked all about these uh, techniques that we could use to basically alter the chemistry of our brain or of our thinking brain in order to uh, channel it into aligning energetically with what we desired as opposed to what we didn't desire. Because as we know, we look, we've, all, we've all got a brain, we all walk around this life and our predominant thought patterns are not dissimilar to most other people's predominant thought patterns. And that is looking to protect ourselves you know, disappointing things happen to me, ruminating over the past when disappointing things happen. And we do that, um, you know, put this really simply, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but in all, you know, in all that I know personally and all that I've read professionally, we do that to ultimately protect ourselves because if we're not looking out for danger, ancestrally speaking, then we are in danger. So basically, just through the process of evolution, our brains are more wired to look for and find the things that can harm us. Now, when you're a caveman, that works really well, obviously, because you need to be on full alert. In in our day of life, this really comes down to looking out for things that are going to damage us like stressful material, um, competitiveness, basically all the things that a lot of social media and marketing really prime us for and really play into. So what I really, really like about Laura's approach, and I'm really glad that she's put it out there and it's got such a following, is that it just proves that people are really desiring to live a life that really pleases them. And it's a great way to begin to rewire the brain. So really unscientifically, I'm going to go into this um, and really briefly. So basically, we get what we expect absolutely and which is why the lucky girl syndrome is great because she's like I expect great things to happen to me this is fantastic and she's be by repeating this over and over and over again and she doesn't really go into it but she, she skims the surface of she's just 
feels this because she's convinced herself that that great things happened to her. She's feeling it. So energetically, she's primed to notice when great things happen to her. And as we know, we manifest uh, or align with things from our subconscious, not our conscious brain, because our conscious brain, you know, is this that small frontal part of our brain, but um, that is receiving new information and processing it and learning and all those things. Our subconscious is actually like 90% of our programming. We do most things in our lives subconsciously, like, you know, drive the car, put the key in the door. We don't have to overthink that. We don't have to go through the steps. We don't have to remind ourselves of that. And this is where all, you know, our perceptions are held. So if we're energetically aligning with things that we want or we don't want like I said we're always manifesting which is why I think that that word's kind of redundant if we're aligning energetically with things that we expect we're doing that from our subconscious the only way to rewire the subconscious is to change a perception a concept um, basically disconnect a neurological connection and reconnect it Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this in all his work. So if you want a scientific explanation that I'm not giving you, please hit him up. Like look, even just Google him on YouTube and there'll be heaps of videos of him explaining how this works. But basically another way I think about it is that our brain is like this amazing filing system and it's receiving this information all the time, all day, every day. The things that we look at, um, the things that we perceive with our senses all day, every day. It's just receiving so much information. And our brain's job is to file it into useful right now, notice it, into you don't even need to notice that, it's irrelevant, into... I need to file that away for later and process that. It takes information and pops it into, yes, that proves that perception that I have. Let's bank that in there. Um, And so it's constantly receiving all this information. And what it's looking for, basically what we're primed to look for is what we are expecting. Because how does our brain ultimately know which information to keep which information to disregard which information to store and basically what it does is it brings forward information that we are consciously focusing on which is why Laura's approach of the lucky girl syndrome saying I'm lucky I'm lucky I'm lucky the brain's like oh okay well we're looking for opportunities where that that proves that we're looking for that our we've been told by by the um filing officer dude in our brain um see so scientific why don't i have a science degree i'm just so scientific but the filing officer dude in our brain is like okay we're looking for opportunities we're looking for evidence that we're so lucky we're so lucky we're so lucky so I'm sure you've all had the experience that when like you start to think about, you know, the old classic example, you start thinking about a particular car you might want to buy or 
you know, you've broken up with someone and you see their model of car everywhere you go, or you want to buy that car, you see that car everywhere you go because your brain is primed to bring forward and into focus, into your conscious awareness, what it is that we're really ruminating over or thinking about. So for example, I've done this, I'm sure that this is something that you have done. You wake up in the morning and the first thing that you think to yourself is, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And so boom, the rest of the day, you are going to feel that way. Or, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. You know, I say this all the time. Oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. Boom. Everything we say is going to not to, I guess, increase. It's just going to increase because it looks like it's increasing because it's coming into our conscious awareness. So basically we're looking for evidence that we're tired or we're stressed or we're looking for that red car that we want to buy because it's those files that are coming into our conscious awareness. So lucky girl syndrome is just that. It's just, I'm so lucky, I'm so lucky that you get to choose what thoughts come through into your conscious. So you could, you know, replace that with I'm abundant, I'm so happy, I'm so healthy, I'm so healthy, I'm so full of vitality, whatever it is that you want. The essence is, is that our brain is bringing forward evidence of that to support that. And when we do that, we expand our experience and our vibration with that. And so we get more of it. So lucky girl syndrome is basically reiterating the vibration that anything is possible which is absolutely true um but here is where i have just a tiny little bit of issue with it in that it uses the word lucky so to me that takes away a hell of a lot of autonomy and a hell of a lot of personal responsibility. The law of assumption states that what we assume we are going to experience. So it's like the beautiful Lao Tzu saying that as within, so without, or the old classic, as you think, so you shall be. So it's playing off of all that, that neurological and spiritual concept and understanding that we get what we think about. But take it one step further, we get that which we are. And you will have heard me recently on Instagram um, and TikTok talking about manifestation in that it isn't like an opportunity for us to get more It's an opportunity to be more. And I don't know about you, but when I want to be more of myself, I want to be really intentional and really discerning about that which I am being. So the issue I have with the word luck is that it takes that autonomy and responsibility out of our hands. But that is actually totally not true because we are responsible for who we are, hence who we are being, 
hence what we are experiencing. So I would like to maybe challenge you in this use of the lucky girl syndrome not to be whisked away by the simplification of the alignment process and not to be romanticized by it thinking that it doesn't take work because it does and you are not a leaf in the wind you are a highly functioning conscious energetic vibration in this universe who has the ability to steer the direction of your life but it takes work so yes I like lucky girl syndrome I really do because it's tapping into these concepts really simply and the fact that it's attracting so many people just tells us that we know deep down this to be true but we want it to be quick and easy and that's where people are really susceptible to stumbling and that's where people are really susceptible to becoming disillusioned by what are as we know really powerful and I'm going to say vital practices in our human experience of alignment of working with energetics of tapping into the quantum field as opposed to just sticking with the Newtonian paradigm of materialism and separation and clicking over knowing that there is this invisible field of energy that we are connected to and it's complex and it's conscious and it's interconnected and it's layered which means by just saying that oh I'm lucky you're programming your brain to see the good things which is all great but I want you to up level and go one step further like I really encourage you to know that you can also be extremely discerning in that you are the master creator of your life and so how you think is exactly how you shall be and how you shall be is exactly what you shall experience so rather than saying I'm lucky I'm lucky I'm lucky why don't you start by at least saying and perhaps potentially building up a vibration with your thoughts your feelings your emotions your perceptions building up that vibration of what it is that you want to be it's the start of the year I know a lot of people are on a health kick instead of saying I'm so lucky why don't you say I am so healthy I am so healthy I am so healthy if you saw the world and your role in it and the way you move through it as one of health and vitality you don't then have to overthink the choices that you make because a healthy and vital by a person full of vitality is going to choose much better than a person who's walking around going oh it's so hard oh I'm on a diet oh I've got to restrict myself oh I'm overweight oh I'm trying to get fit so if you have seen this lucky girl syndrome I hope it's piqued your interest because like I said this is like a really small snippet into the whole concept of quantum living but it is just a tip of an iceberg and I think partial reason it's so popular is because it seems like a really easy peasy fix but as you know and as we will continue to unpack here and discover 
the process of alignment is much more complex and you are not a leaf in the wind. You are not here just to be lucky. You are here to co-create with this quantum field through the vehicle of your interests, your desires, your natural talents, not through pure luck. So I would love to know what you think. I mean, have you even heard of this lucky girl syndrome before listening to this podcast? Head over to the Facebook group, The Light Path Community, and share your thoughts there, maybe even your experiences if you've, you know, adopted this or other techniques that you use. Because again, the more information, the more tips and tricks we have, uh, the more we're thinking about it. And, you know, something might just grab someone else that massively changes their lives. So go ahead there, share your thoughts there. But until we meet again here in the next episode, sending you as always so much love and all the light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.